Would you be willing to suffer for what you believe? And to what degree? Imprisonment? Even torture? Some people talk a good game, but when it comes down to it, conviction takes a back seat to comfort. However, the couple in today's episode were willing to sacrifice it all. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, and that includes sound effects. I'm Timothy Gregory, taking you back in time to the 1800s in the dramatic true story of the first witnesses for Christ in the primitive and dangerous land of Burma on today's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Let's get to it, folks. It's the true story of Adoniram and Anne Judson. And at last, it is finished. Can it be? The gospel message is now officially translated into Burmese. Oh, Adoniram, to think of the years it's taken you, even in the midst of our busy mission work, it's truly wonderful. No matter what the future holds for us in this country, as long as people have this piece of the Bible translated into their language... And maybe more. Uh, ...lives will continue to change. Like mine. We may be few believers now, but Jesus says, the Word of God is like seed on good ground, brings more fruit. We have so much to be thankful for. Indeed so. Ah! There they are! What? Who are you? What do you want? And stand back! The teacher! Take him! What? Come with us! Oh. Stop resisting! What are you doing? You are coming with us! Move, Christian! Why are you taking him? By order of the king, you are under arrest! What? To the prison with you! Oh, God! Help us! And Hurry up! Adoniram! A young missionary couple devoted to shining the light in the darkest of places, Adoniram and Ann Judson, worked to reach souls in a land where sharing their faith would mean certain death. Based on the Torchlighters series, Heroes of the Faith, we bring you their true story right now on Unshackled. The son of a clergyman, I was born in 1788 in Malden, Massachusetts. I attended Brown University when I was 16 and graduated as valedictorian at the age of 19. I abandoned my childhood faith and religious upbringing to embrace French philosophy, but after a close friend fell violently ill and died suddenly, I turned back to the Lord with a fervor I failed to possess previously. With my wife Anne by my side, we set off for India in 1812, determined to begin our mission work there, but immediately met resistance. I'm sorry, Mrs. Judson, but as I told your husband, the Indian government will not allow you to disembark. I don't understand. We came all this way. They're not allowing missionaries into the country. But, sir, surely there's got to be some way. You have to return immediately to America and... We cannot possibly. There is really no other alternative. And, and I found a way. And Aniram, the captain here... You see that ship across the harbor? Yes. That ship is not an option. That ship is going to a place where no missionaries... Have ever been. Yes. Its captain informed me. A place where the gospel has never been preached. Burma? Yes, and very dangerous. 
It's settled then. Back to America. Stop. Mr. Judson, please. And we're going. Please, sir. I, I beg you to reconsider. Burma is far too dangerous a place. One from which you may never return. We have no intention of returning. I believe God is showing us where his word is needed most. Mrs. Judson, I do wish you'd talk some sense into your husband. Well, I would. But the thing is, my husband and I are of the very same mind. Goodbye, sir, and may God bless you. <sighs> Crazy Americans. While turned away from our intended destination, it seemed clear God was leading the way and opening doors to another. We had no idea what awaited us in Burma, but hoped perhaps it wasn't as difficult a place as some say. One thing was certain, we were about to find out. And so scripture tells us in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. You must stop this immediately. Ah, greetings. We don't want your greetings. Then how about a word from scripture? I've been telling you since the beginning, our people have no need of your religion. Yes, I've heard. They have their temples and they have priests like myself. We are not interested in your writing. Yet, some people are. My wife and I, we have traveled a long way to share God's word with you, the very words of life. Which, if you persist in distributing, will bring nothing but death upon yourselves and your ignorant listeners. Is that what you want? We don't want trouble. You know our laws. I must say, I am surprised to see a religious scholar like you here, Monk Shuenong. I would have expected more from you. I, I, I am only here because the teacher, he teaches interesting things. Things that intrigue the mind. And heart, too. Ah, and you too are a scholar now, Morning. Me? <laughs> you know I am only a fisherman. Yes, you are a fisherman. My notes! And I suggest you tend to what you do best. No, please! Don't hear my notes! You fish, let us priests judge religion. These notes will do you no good. Come, Mang Trinong. Oh, do not be discouraged, Mang Ying. The first people Jesus called were fishermen. They helped spread his word and brought God's light to their people. They were fishermen too? They were. Perhaps someday God will do the same with you. <laughs> Me? Spread God's word? <laughs> That's pretty funny, teacher. Jesus using Mongying to spread the word of life. <laughs> so funny. While working tireless days and nights, it still felt like nothing was being accomplished. Maybe we were even going backwards, given that those who seemed interested in learning could so easily walk away. I had to keep reminding myself why we were there a place where seemingly no one wanted us. It's so late. Oh, I know. But I've been struggling, translating one verse and, well, I'll be done soon. You need your rest. You're working too hard. Oh, it's been hard work all these years here, learning the language, but... But? It would all be worth it if even one person began to follow Jesus. You know the law. To become a Christian would mean certain death. Only the king can change that. Then, maybe it's time I see him. 
You don't mean... I could show him the work I've done, creating the only Burmese dictionary in the country, and I could show him this. The scriptures in Burmese? At a Nairam, you could lose your head for that. And if I'm not willing to take that risk, how can I expect others to? Oh, at a Nairam, I don't know. I can take Dr. Price, the new missionary, with me. The visit could change everything for our mission and, and for the people we came to reach with the gospel. Then there's nothing more to be said. You and Dr. Price will need to go before the king, and we will trust God for the outcome. Together. Hmm. Hmm. Your Majesty, the translation tells the story of the Son of God who came from heaven to save all people. And you say his word is the word of life, and his kingdom is holy and will last forever. And you wish to teach this to my people, Mr. Judson and Mr. Price. Yes, Your Greatness. Yes, sir. Hmm. I believe these words are... Worthless! But, sir... Your Greatness, we... I will tell you of kingdom that will last forever. Its name is Burma. As for your holy words, tell me, teacher, why would my people heed the words of a carpenter and his fishermen followers when they have my words? The words of a true king. Quickly, out, out! You... you think we should leave? We certainly did not make a good impression on the king. The way I see it, we are in the same situation as before. Meaning? The law remains. No one can become a Christian unless they are ready to face death. I'm afraid you're right. But I'm not sure we can continue our work here without the king's favor. Maybe you're listening to the wrong king. Ying. I brought you fish, and I overheard what you said. And I think maybe you're listening to the wrong king. I don't understand, Ying. King Bajida did not say yes, but he did not say no either. Oh, that's true. King Jesus, he says yes. He says, follow me, and I will make you fishes of men. I read it here in the words you gave me. I'm only a simple fisherman, teacher. But I say... Maybe King Jesus knows best. Are you saying that? Yes. I am ready to tell everyone that Ying is a Christian. I want everyone to know that I love Jesus. And I am ready to die for him, if necessary. Oh, Ying! Ying, that is wonderful. Extraordinary. The way Mon Ying treasured the translated scriptures was such an encouragement that I knew God's word was not returning to him void. It was just the start of something so much bigger. I could feel it. You're certain about your decision? So very certain. Then I baptize you, Mon Ying, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Mon Ying belongs to Jesus. Mon Ying belongs to Jesus! <laughs> Praise God! Wonderful, Mon Ying! Thank you, Jesus! What a blessing! Our first Burmese newborn. I pray Mon Ying's courage will inspire others. I wonder when there will be another. Oh, I have a feeling it will be soon enough. Maybe seven months from now? <laughs> now, Anne, 
How could you possibly know that? Wait, do you mean... <laughs> yes, we're going to have a baby. <laughs> oh, Anne, this is wonderful. This is... I'm going to be a father. I am going to be a father. <laughs> and so it seemed we all had a spirit of anticipation. We did not know how God was going to work, but we believed he would. And I was ever so excited to share our news. What news? Anne and I are to be parents. And greater news yet, as the number of believers continues to grow, even in the midst of opposition. Dr. Price has been tending to those who have fallen ill with a nasty flu, and Mao Ying surprised us when he showed up one day and said, You and Miss Anne need more help. I will cook and clean. You translate the word of God. That is more important. And he moved in. Apart from this happy news, there are rumors of a growing conflict between Burma and Britain, something that causes us great concern. Our future now is fraught with uncertainty. Folks, we'll get back to Anne and Adoniram's mission in just a moment, but first, I want to quickly introduce you to the ministry behind these exciting productions and how you can help us make them. Unshackled is now in its 73rd year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link, if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org. Dot org and then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now, let's get back to the happy news and concerning rumors that just developed in Adoniram and Anne's story. We continued to trust God's protection for the mission work, our growing family, and the scripture translations we labored over, all the while hoping and praying for opportunities to share the gospel. Well, we received one. Adoniram! Adoniram! Dr. Price! Is everything all right? Yes. I just wanted you to be the first to know. I've received a royal summons. For what? The king wants me back. The flu has hit the capital, and the king wants me there to treat his family. Oh. But I'm going to need a translator. A translator? Don't you see? This is a golden opportunity. While I help them get well, you will have access to the royal court. <gasps> to reach them with the gospel. And perhaps get a royal decree allowing people to become Christians. When do we move there? Right away. Oh, Price, just think. This may be the answer we've been praying for the protection our brothers and sisters need. 
<laughs> Looks like the missionaries are leaving. They are. They finally understand they are not wanted here. Oh, that's not why they are leaving. What do you mean? They were summoned by the king himself. This can't be. It's true. If he gains the king's favor, the teacher will have protection for more conversions. We must stop him and his writings. But how? I do not know. Wait. Do you see that? The teacher talking to someone. So? So he's given mail to the mailboat. I do not know what is alarming about that. What's alarming is how near the British are. And what looks much like an act from a treasonous spy. <laughs> spy indeed. Ready a boat for me. I must see the king as soon as possible. What are you going to do? Stop the teacher and his teachings. Other foreigners had been arrested after being accused of being spies, but it never crossed our minds that we joined the ranks. We didn't realize any of our actions could be labeled suspicious. You are certain these letters are the teacher, Adoniris? I am your greatness. I retrieved them from the boat myself. And you think he is spy? The evidence is in your hand. See how this teacher reports all activities. Yes, he does. I have no doubt this foreign teacher works with our British enemies. The British get closer to our coast by the hour. We can't leave our safety in the hands of a foreigner. Not when people look to their king for protection. Yes. You're right. <laughs> I'm your humble servant, your highness. Guards, go arrest this foreign teacher and retrieve any letters and manuscripts. They must not get into wrong hands. And that was when the guards came, barging through the doors to our home, leading me away to prison, leaving behind a very pregnant Anne and a frightened Mount Ying to helplessly watch as the guards took over. Search the house! Collect any paper with writing! We need to be careful with these... these spies! Spies?! Leave Miss Anne alone! What do you want? Ah! What's this? You don't need to open that! That's a doll I made for the baby! We did not find anything! Ah. Let's get back to the prison! They left guards outside. They did what? They don't want us to leave. <sighs> I don't know what we can do. Oh, whatever we do, Monying, we must keep the translation safe. Oh, Lord, please, please help Adoniram. Please keep him safe, Lord, please. Yes, Lord, please show us what to do. Oh, Monying, I think... Oh. I think the baby's coming! The stress of the whole incident sent Anne into early labor. Over time, the guards would leave the house unsupervised. That's when Anne set off to find what happened to me, not knowing if I was dead or alive. The teacher has a visitor. Adoniram! Anne! They wouldn't let me leave the house. The guards! Oh my. Oh, and this is our... She was born a week ago. She's beautiful. Are you all right? Is she all right? Yes, I'm fine. I've been calling her Maria. Maria? Yes. 
It seemed to suit Oh, her. she's perfect. She's... Wait, how did you get here? It's over two miles. I walked. Oh, Anne. Listen, they won't give me much time. I've permission to bring you food every few days. Enough! That is long enough! Please, I just... Anne, the translations? Buried. What? That is enough time! In this heat, they'll rot. Now! Wait, please! I have an idea. Come! Bring the translations to me. I said the visit is over! Do you understand? I'll be back, just as soon as I can. Food? Yes. This? No. It's a pillow. To sleep. It's very hard. It's the best I can do under the circumstances. And from what I can see, it will provide my husband with at least a little comfort. Now, open the gate. Thank you. Strange foreign pillow. Strange foreign woman. Praise God that when Anne gets an idea, she can be as resilient and unstoppable as she needs to be. Unbeknownst to the guards, within that pillow, she smuggled in the Burmese gospel translations, knowing the risks she was taking if she were caught. I can't tell anymore. Is this another long day or another long night? It's nighttime now, Price. It feels all the same. I know. Lord Jesus. Give us strength for tonight. Somehow, help us to rest. We give you all of our fears and sorrows and pray for our loved ones that they too may feel your comfort tonight. You seem, I don't know, more at peace tonight, Adoniram. I am. I'm resting on the promises of God, Price. I'm resting on his word. You mean? Yes. Literally. Well, praise God! I can't believe you. What? What is that? What is that noise? I don't know. Up, up, up! Everyone to the gate! We move now! It's the British. They must have reached the city. You are all prisoners of war now. We move! And guards! Guards, I have to get to the city. I have to help my Stay wife. Stay back! You don't... Oh. Ah, the foreign pillow! I... It's mine! Give it... Oh. You won't oh. need it! Everyone out! Keep going! Uh, no! Keep the line moving! Lord, please. Somehow keep those translations safe. Somehow get them into the hands of those that need them. And please, Lord, help my family. I couldn't stop thinking of Anne and the translations and how all of it seemed so lost. We were marched away from the city to who knows where, never knowing if Anne would ever be able to find me again, especially with the city in such a frantic state of emergency. Who's there? Come out. What? Anne? Is it you? Adoniram. How can it... How did you get here? I walked all night. And with the baby? Here, let me hold Maria. Where's Ying? Why isn't he with you? I was taking food to you at the prison when I found out you had been taken away. There was fighting nearby. I... I couldn't go back. I couldn't... Oh! Man, 
She had fainted from exhaustion. While greatly relieved my family was safe and out of the city, I had no idea what the guards would do come morning once they noticed Anne and the baby. They seem nervous. They are. Something's wrong. I overheard one of the guards say the British have taken over the capital. Oh, that's good news. Not for us, Adoniram. They'd just as soon kill us than return us to the enemies. Adoniram? Yes. We're right here. Rest, Anne. What do you think will happen now? I don't know. I, I have news! I have news, master! Huh. That man is over there. One of the foreigners. Oh, no. Anne, take the baby. Whatever happens... Adoniram! You! Come with me! No! Anne! Anne! Oh, God, please help us! Neil! Father, please! No, no! What? What are you- You are released! I'm- I'm free! You are released! Released to translate the King's terms for surrender to the British! Adoniram! Anne! Oh, Anne. <laughs> Nothing is left of our home. It's all gone. Eleven years of work destroyed. What are we gonna do? Start over. Burma needs the gospel now more than ever. We'll gather the converts, translate the scriptures, we'll start over completely. Maybe not completely. Mon Ying! Oh, thank God you're safe! And I brought you this. The pillow! But how did you- When I heard the teacher was taken away, and Miss Anne did not come back home. I went to the prison the next day to see if I could find something to remember you by. You did? Yes. And the pillow had been thrown out, so I took it. So you see, there is no need to start over completely, teacher. Oh, it's wonderful. I guess God used me after all. Indeed, he did, Maun Ying. Praise God, indeed he did. Adoniram's rescued translations became the basis of the Burmese Bible still used today. The letters the Judsons sent home to America were published and helped to inspire missionaries to follow their example. However, the difficulties of life in Burma and Adoniram's imprisonment weakened the family. Sadly, both Anne and Maria died the year after Adoniram's release. Yet he bravely went on to complete the translation of the Bible into Burmese and to teach the growing number of believers. Within 30 years of their first convert, there were over 100 Christian churches and over 8,000 believers in Burma. Listening friend, if you'd like to know the King of Kings the Judson served, we encourage you to call 1-888-NEED-HIM or you can get in touch with us here at Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast 
You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast, and don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled in Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. Keep an ear out, folks, because the winner of our Unshackled Audio Drama podcast will be announced in a couple weeks right here on this podcast. We're excited to send out this beautiful scripture plaque engraved with 2 Chronicles 16.9 to our special winner. And after that, we'll start a new drawing for a new plaque to give everyone another chance to win one of these great reminders of God's Word. And next time... There you are. Hi, honey. I was beginning to think you weren't coming home at all. There hasn't been a time I've not come home. Oh, I know, but you hate it, and I know it. What's upsetting you so? Oh, it's nothing. Just our son calling from jail. Hearing the news of his son in jail, David split town thinking his leaving would help him find clarity. Well, uh, have you been? The fact that I'm here should say enough. Troubles, huh? Big troubles. But what he learned is that his entire life had been a series of second-best choices. Only in Christ are we able to end our rebellion against God. That decision is our first best choice. You know, I haven't made a lot of best choices. Would he ever recover? Your choices haven't been bad, just inadequate. Right now, I'm inadequate. I have a son in jail, a wife who resents me, and I don't know what to do. Find out in this classic episode called Second Best, coming soon on Unshackled. Heard in the true story of Adoniram and Ann Judson were Ed DiZallo, Amanda Markeski, Joseph Yao, Demetrius Troy, Larry Halliburton, and Carmen Bahuyo. Original music, Don Badorf. Sound effects, Demetrius Troy. Sound assistant, Holly Krajewski. Audio engineer, David Pierczynski. And script, Kylie Hammond. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ. <laughs>